let your mouth go sick and dry Put your life into your death now Let them sing till you die
play Dutch Brothers. I, I don't do coffee, but a certain somebody wanted a sticker this morning because I guess they moved it from the first to the first Wednesday of the month. So my ass got up and went to the, the Dutch Brothers over in Wiley and fuck, they're slow. But hey, I got that done. I'm here. It's hump day. We are ready to go. Let us get started. First one here is Hangtown Gents. He says, happy. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And are you in the mood for a, a Cleveland steamroller? On the website en.wiktionary.org, they say, a sexual act involving defecating on someone's chest, then sitting in it and rolling back and forth like a steamroller. There you go. Pretty self-explanatory there. Uh, Bradster says, morning, biggin'. Gin and asshats too. Battleborn in Nebraska says happy. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Missed your show live, but caught it via Spotify. Those fucks should give you royalties since you're worldwide nowadays. Regardless, have a great day, peeps. Goddamn right. Spotify gives a hundred million dollars to fucking Meghan Markle and her garbage podcasts. I have thousands of hours of content for people. Spotify, your job is done. 
Sign me. I'll sign over all the rights. Boom, you got it. Fantastic. Andrew says, morning, y'all. Let's, uh... Pump day! This ass, indeed. Fred says, morning, y'all. On three hours of sleep, wish me luck. Uh, hey, good luck to you, Fred. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Pump Happy! Day. Pump day! Pump day! Uh, Derek says, good luck, ghost. You got this. Yeah, of course you got this. Oh, my lucky stars! Look, it is the one and only... Baratty kid! Don't change the subject, just answer the fucking question. Yeah, you didn't ask me a question. Don't Peter Ducey me. Don't get ahead of me. We got some Peter Ducey here in just a little bit. Uh, let's see. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family, and happy... Hold on, get back there. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And by the way, let's just do this real... Oh, where the hell did that go? There we go. Yeah, oh, oh. Stop everything. Stop it. Stop it. We have an urgent email that we have to get through. All the emails, rather regularly on Tuesday, but sometimes we do them otherwise when they're this important. Sponsored by JS Floors, the best in the West. The rest, well, they voted for Joe Biden. That's all there is to it. Uh, let, let's do this. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you now, want? Now, this is from Cowboys Girl. It, it, it's titled Help Wordsmith. Hi, Arnie. I know it's not mail day, but I need your help. I'm playing in a fantasy football league this year, and I'm struggling with a team name. I know that you're the king of name calling. Thank you very much. That is one of my many official titles. Uh, so I thought you could help me. I'd like to have something to do with the Cowboys, but creative, maybe a play on words. Also, from the bottom of my heart, Arnie, thank you for your show, your humor, your heart. I look forward to you every morning. I can feel how happy you are. We, the Ass Family, love you. Thank you, Cowboys girl. Well, thank you. That means a lot to me. And uh, I took a little time out. Came up with a few names for you. <clears throat> the Dallas Furry Tacos, the Dallas Shaggers, the Dallas Giggities, Cowboys Wet Spot, Dallas Bean Flickers, the Cowboys Hot Dogs Down the Hallway, Big D and V's, or Big Double D's. Now, you could go Cowboy Double Ds. You could go Cowboy D and Vs. It doesn't matter. Let me read those off to you once again in case you don't have a pen. Get one. The Dallas Furry Tacos. The Dallas Shaggers. Dallas Giggities. Cowboys Wet Spot. Dallas Bean Flickers. Cowboys hot dogs down the hallway, big D and V's, and big double D's. There you go. See, see, I, I, I incorporated Dallas Cowboys in there, even big D. Don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get too far down the ranch with like the Metroplex and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. I hope that helps. I hope you can either use one of those or come up with some combinations. But yes, there you go. See, we stop everything just for that. Straight Fire says, good morning. I hope, hope everyone has a great day. Erised is in the house. 
She says, good morning. My January us better than all your alls. Alls, he, uh, my Jan us better than all y'all, your alls. He done got me Dutch brother. Oh, you're mad. Okay, all right, all right. I'd like to pump Peter Ducey on this hump day with his performance yesterday. Oh, Peter Ducey was a star among stars. B. Coop says, team interception? No. These are great. Uh, my old name up for grabs, is, since I'm not using it, is the, this girl likes the D. Thank you so much. 303, good morning. Uh, so there you go. Let, let's just get to my man, Peter Ducey. Oh, boy, did he have a day yesterday. Uh, you, you just have to love this guy. I, and, and if you don't, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. This is a guy who's doing his job. Peter Ducey eviscerated. And by eviscerated, I mean eviscerated. Oh, wait a second. This one doesn't have the audio. Oh, wait, hold on a second here. Hold on. Uh, we have to get the audio. Oh, uh, see, news. There we go. Come on now. Play it. This is from The Hill. Oh, is, is that it? Hold on a second. I got to find I thought that one story had it. Family Centric helps okay, parents good. have conversations with their teens about Eight seconds left. Okay. Oh, here we go. Come on, Peter Ducey. Come on, baby. Good morning and welcome to Rising. Our show begins with oh, a that's good not omen. It. God damn it. We sit there. Oh, maybe Fox News will have it. Yes, Fox News. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Military mission in Afghanistan will conclude. One year ago, add one of one. All right. Uh, very funny, V. Coop. I uh, hope everybody's doing good this morning. I already said that. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for these ads to play. This is why I need to look through the stories and make sure the videos are there. Maybe I could do a little pre-show planning. I don't know. I am kind of a professional. By the way, I, I was on the radio in Dallas yesterday because a guy was an idiot. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Here we go. Peter Ducey yesterday. Where's the volume? Republicans, you tweeted in 2016. Oh, I understand the new attention on the MAGA Republicans. You tweeted in 2016 oh, Trump stole oh. an election. You I was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question. Well, great. here we go. <laughs> How you about you not interrupt, bitch? Election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme now, yeah. why was so it So let's bad? let's be really clear that that comparison that you made is just ridiculous. I have How been I have ridiculous. been. Well, you're asking me you're asking me a question. Yes. Let me answer it. And you said it was Wait, ridiculous. I was. I was talking specifically at that time of what was happening with voting rights and the what was in danger of voting rights. That's what I was speaking to at the time. And here's the thing. I have said Governor Kemp won the election in Georgia. I've been clear about that. Uh, I have said President Trump won the election of 2016, and I've been clear about that. What we are talking about right now is Let's not forget what happened on January 6, 2021, when we saw an Jesus. insurrection, a mob that was incited by the person who uh, occupied 
this campus, this facility. The former president, time. you can't and even say that, you dumb bitch. an attack on our democracy. Let's not forget, people died that day. Law enforcement were attacked that day. That was the danger that we were seeing at the time. That's you what the president has bitch. called out, and that's what he's going to continue to call out. So yes, when you have MAGA Republicans, a extreme part of Republicans who for, who just deny or do not want to uh, uh, really say what exactly happened on that day or say it was a protest when it clearly was not a peaceful protest. That's not what we saw on that day. Yes, the president is going to oh. call that out. Oh and my here's God. the thing. Oh majority my God. of Americans oh my God. agree with him. Majority of Americans agree with this president. Oh, I, I can't. I can't. I really can't. Look, I'm about to have a fucking stroke like that damn news lady in Oklahoma. Okay, I can agree with her that it was not a peaceful protest. If, in chance, she agrees with me that all the protests that summer leading up to January 6th were not peaceful protests as well. Uh, let me let, let, let me just say this right now. I guarantee. She will fight me tooth and nail on that. See, this is, I, this is why Peter Ducey is like Arnie Light. In many ways. Wait, of course. Uh, but Peter Ducey, he gets in there and he throws some 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 jabs here and there. See, I'm going to be in there throwing fucking haymakers to where I would lose my credentials. Because I would stop her in the middle of that and go, okay. Because, by the way, I, I would be deemed a MAGA Republican, I guess, since I voted for Donald Trump. And I do not believe in the last election cycle. Uh, it is what it is, though. I don't have to believe in it. No, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not illegal to believe that the election was stolen. To keep bringing it up and bringing it up and saying this. Look, I've said it. Joe Biden is my president. I don't have to think that it was right or wrong. I don't, I don't have to think that that election was right. We've seen plenty of people cheat. Reggie Bush cheated, and he got the Heisman Trophy. Did Vince Young get the, the when they took it away from him? No, he didn't. This is what this is the thing that this White House, this administration, and the far left have done. You can't even think anymore. You can't feel like the election was stolen in 2016 or 2020. Even though, see, this, this is my favorite part of watching all this break down. For three years, we watched the FBI investigate Donald Trump and his family. And we found out it was all because of Hillary in collusion with the FBI. By the way, no charges against Hillary for that. Three years. Three years. And you can't even investigate this election once? Really? You can't investigate the Hunter Biden thing once? Okay. Well, here's what we, the, the, the MAGAs or the people on the right or the people that want what's best for America do. We go, okay, with your bullshit. You keep doing your little bullshit. In November, we're going to change the tide. And November, when the tide changes, I don't want to hear a bunch of crying fucking people on Facebook. This is the kind of stuff that angers me. 
I hate non-consistency and I hate non-logic. You can't have it both ways there, press secretary. Oh, this gal drives me nuts. And you know what? Nobody can say anything because she's a black lesbian. Well, I think she's awful at her job. And that has nothing to do with her being black or lesbian. She is just shit at her job. Period. Deucey needs to have his own show called Dropping Deuces. (laughs) Peter needs to enter the press room to a theme song. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. I think he needs to have a menacing theme song. Like, like, or, or just the music bed, uh, I'd be happy with this. If he walked into, yeah. Either that or I, you know what? I will, I will give him enough credit to walk in to this. I can picture Peter Ducey jumping on a chair, flipping everybody off in all four corners of the room. Somebody throws him a beer, too, and he chugs them together. A couple of Ducey wisers. That'd be great. Uh, let's see. Endangered other right, like drop-off ballot boxes. Oh, see, gold, 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 gold. I want you to do a little, little exercise with me because you wrote a lot here. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it. Out through your mouth. Because arguing with these people is like arguing with a lump of shit. It literally is. Because they just keep repeating the same things over and over again. But I will read what you say, and you're 100% right. Like drop-off ballot boxes, kicking out folks who are looking for theft, Busting pipes to shut down a building, stopping the count, putting pizza boxes up to block people from seeing numerous videos of hundreds of ballots being dropped off, recounting the same ballots, like that kind of endangering, I'd fuck her up if I got two minutes. Mm. I mentioned a new term, getting deuced on. When you destroy someone like she does, shits on her daily, (laughs) getting deuced. You just got deuced. I like that. Here's the good news. Everyone gets to see her crap every day. <laughs> it's got to start with, hi ho cow. The old man Vince, no chance in hell song. If he dove in, uh, drove in a milk truck and sprayed everybody down, Kamala would feel right at home covered in white liquid. <laughs> By the way, I was at that event when Kurt Angle did that. I can see Peter offering a beer to St. Pierre making nice. Then stares for a minute, and as Vince would, right before Peter gives her the finger, and bam, kick to the gut, and then drops her on that stack of dime called a neck. Woo, man, get me fired up talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin in there. Look, can we all just agree, this gal is nothing more than an idiot for an idiot. I have never, and and, and look, look, I've been doing... Radio for almost 30 years. (coughs) I've been following politics for that long as well. And I can tell you this right now. I have never, ever seen anyone in administration owned 
And yes, I said it, she is being owned by Peter Ducey. You can take that connotation any way you want, because I don't give a fuck about what names you call me. Cancel me, don't cancel me, whatever. I am not afraid of you. I am not afraid of the woke left. The woke left can kiss my sorry ass. Everybody needs to put their little feelers away and go, oh, my God, he said she, she was owned by him. That's a slavery remark. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, just stop. Just stop with all that bullshit. B. Coop, imagine her uh, shouldering the others to get to the front. Bitch got some shoulders on her. You know she's owned when she was ready for the question. He lives in her head rent-free. Oh, God, yes. She, she loves it if he calls in sick. If he were to ever call in sick, she would have the best day of her life. Now, you see, she's going to have to, that, I, I, I have a crystal ball here. Hold on a second. Let me, let me grab the crystal ball sound effect, which sounds like a lot of the time-traveling sound effects. Yeah. She's going to have to answer for this one again because Joe Biden did it again. I mean, I mean, by the way, by the way. Mr. President, do you consider all Trump supporters to be a threat to the country? Let him answer. I don't consider any Trump supporter. Really? No Trump supporters. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. No, you don't. They're a threat to our very democracy. There it is. They don't what believe in democracy. Yeah. yeah, they're a threat, and then they're not a threat, and now they're a threat again. Oh, President Dipshit repeated a claim that he was very engaged in the civil rights movement in the 60s. A story that has changed as the president has told it over the years. He said that he worked in his movement as a kid during Labor Day event in Pennsylvania. I got very engaged, close. In my case, in the civil rights movement. As a kid, I worked a lot in the movement even though he's been famously said in a speech, uh, I, I was not a civil rights activist. I never marched in Selma. He said that. But I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. He continued, I was not anywhere else. This all happened in 87, and they called him out in 97. In the same year, he was never an activist, didn't march in Selma. By the way, the Miami Herald reported that he admitted he was never an activist. So him coming out and saying that he's an activist yet again for civil rights. Closest he ever got to civil rights is being told, get out of the way, you cracker, by some marcher. And Corn Pop that was a bad dude. That was the marcher right there, was Corn Pop. I mean, let, let's remember. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Oh, wait a second. Uh, we, we, this is a new story. I didn't see this one. Judge orders Biden administration to turn over Fauci, John Pierre, misinformation emails sent to social media giants. Federal judge in Louisiana ruled that the Biden administration has 21 days to turn over all relevant emails. Now, if they don't turn them over, will the FBI be used to kick in the door? No? Okay, thank you. Um, 
A decision by Terry uh, Judge Terry Daughtry, who was appointed by Federal President Donald Trump, came as part of a lawsuit filed by the Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, accusing the Biden administration of suppressing the constitutionality-protected right to free speech on elections, COVID-19 lab leak theory, coronavirus-related lockdowns, and other issues. This is all well and good, but we know that nothing is going... I mean, you get excited when you see something like that, and then you realize... Yeah. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? His version of civil rights is not wanting his white kids to go to school with black kids, as he called it, the jungle. Yeah, he did say that. His version of civil rights is freely using the N-word in speeches. His version of civil rights is claiming some black people are as smart as white people, as if some fucking genetic fluke that Barack Obama was well-smoking. Fuck his claims on civil rights. Having young black kids rub his legs in a pool, is that an idea of civil rights? Yes, as he refers to them as roaches. Just, just go find Judge Joe Brown and ask him what he thinks of Joe Biden. Lisa's tired as fuck. Tonight is my Friday, and I'm already fucking over it. Well, you can do it. You can get through it. Think about that giant deuce that you're going to take and probably tell me about. I mean, <laughs> that's what you do. Oh. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, we, we covered this a little bit yesterday. Uh, the student loan ploy that, that Joe Biden, I, I just want to repeat this another day. It's not going to cost you, here's the good news. It's not going to cost $300 billion. No, no, no. Instead, the bad news is it's going to cost about a trillion dollars already on top of our $29 trillion debt that we have. <laughs> I'll send a photo for proof. I, I'm good. I'm good. I, 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 I'm all right. Now, let, let, let's see what Joe has to say. Remember your first car? No, I don't. It was a Chrysler Baron. Uh, all right, let's see. Skip ad. $25,000. You get $10,000 knocked off your student debt. If you make under $125,000 a year and you received a Pell Grant, you'll get an additional $10,000 knocked off that total for a total of $20,000 relief. 95% of the borrowers can benefit from these actions. That's 43 million people. Of the 43 million, none will buy houses. 60% are Pell Grant recipients. That's 27 million people who will get $20,000 in debt relief. Nearly 45% can have their. Uh, he, he's, he's awfully, he, he must have taken his meds before this speech, and they must have had the big font used on his speeches that he reads because he's getting through that pretty well. Uh, let's see, that's Alicia's finishing maneuver in the ring. Like John Cena waves his hand and says, you can't see me. Alicia waves over her nose and says, you can, you're you going to smell me. Are you sure it's not going to cost $10,000 <laughs> Well, just ask John Pierre that, and she can do it. Now, now it sounds like I have nothing but bad music today, or bad, bad news today, but... There is a report this morning, and now, now you can believe her or not, that Hillary Rodham Clinton, I'm sorry, Hillary Rotten Clinton, 
is never going to run for president of the United States again. Big Coop says hopefully 70% of that money won't go missing like the money we sent to Ukraine did. Well, and here's the other great part of Ukraine. I want you all, all you leftists out there that listen to me for anger, I want you to listen. Just come in real close. All you wacky, far-left, Democrat, liberal, progressives that are pushing all these agendas, let's say, I don't know, the LGBTQXYZ plus group out there, the ones that are pushing that, All that money that our government sent to the Ukraine, and the Ukraine hates gays. I'm just saying it. It's illegal to be gay in the Ukraine. Yet we're financing them. We're protecting them in this war. How you doing? How you feeling? Zach says, good morning, Arnie. Uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, oh, crap, rather have Dukakis. I think he's dead. Uh, but she has come out and said that she will no longer run. And, and, and you know, she really has some balls. It, and she said that she was not happy with the way her campaign was done. Well, wait a second here. First of all, you, you undercut Bernie Sanders in 2016 like I've never seen a Democrat do before. I mean, flat out. Nobody was at her rallies. And she and the DNC got together and made him pull out, even though his rallies were really generating a lot of people. And then she did it again? Oh, man. She claims she doesn't wear skirts because of uplook photos. That's the funniest thing Hillary ever said. I saw that story, and I, I, I didn't do the story because it was because of a, a Brazilian magazine that took the pictures Back in the 70s, when she was really ugly. Now she's just old, fat, and ugly. But back in the 70s, when she was just plain ugly, really, somebody somebody took an upskirt photo of you, and, and your balls were hanging out, and I guess the people in Brazil like chicks with dicks. That's super scary to think of how many people really did support Sanders. It, well, it, this, is the, this is the thing that makes no sense to me, honestly. And, and I don't know. Maybe I, I can go and take a class or, or figure something out here. Um, most of America is pissed off at this, this, uh, this debt relief thing because it will cost us a trillion dollars. That's 12 zeros, by the way, right? Nine zeros is a billion, yeah, so 12 zeros. It's going to cost us a trillion dollars. Bernie Sanders was running on a platform where he wanted to make college free. How much would that have cost? We would have to pay to send your shitty kids to school now. I'm very happy he was not elected. Very, very happy. 
They'd have a better campaign running old burn up there. It's the same fucking plan, basically. Yeah, it's just he's not a good salesman of it. He's uh, He is what the upper class would call off-putting. If you look at him, he's not a pleasant guy to look at. He never, ever smiles. See, look, look they, 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 part of the presidency is a beauty competition as well. And by beauty, I, I'm using that term very loosely here. Bill Clinton was elected because women found him to be super attractive. They didn't know about his policies. They didn't know about what an Arkansas governor was doing, yet he got elected pretty pretty handily. Bernie Sanders did not, and, and look, look, Bernie Sanders had nothing going for him. He was old, white, and ugly. Didn't have anything. He was a senator for 30 years. Well, we have a senator for 50 years who was the vice president to a black man. He took orders from a black man. That's why he got, and he smiles all the time due to his dementia. Hillary, not attractive at all, but she had the right plumbing. I hear, I, I hear there's talk about the, uh, the governor from South Dakota possibly running for president on the Republican side. Uh, She's a gal. We'll see. I, 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 don't, I don't know enough about her. We'll see. Uh, let's see. They'd better have, uh, let's see, college is already free. It's called military service. Six in one hand, half a dozen the other. Kind of, but not really. Uh, Hillary looks like her name should be Butch. She should drive a Subaru and be the poster child for the LGBT mafia. And sex changes. Bernie Sanders looks like a Muppet. He does. I'm contemplating. I'm, I'm really wanting a tattoo, and I, I, I need to get, I, I, I need some ink. I need some ink therapy. And I don't know. Do I get Beaker? It's going to be one of three, and I, I don't necessarily want the third one, but the third one would fit the, the pattern, and that'd be Big Tex from the State Fair of Texas. But it's between Beaker Big Tex, and Slowpoke Rodrigo. You know, Speedy Gonzalez's little main guy. I, I like those three. Those are three that I want to go with. I'm leaning more towards Beaker because Beaker, and I, I love Beaker on the Muppets. He was the greatest Muppet of all time, in my opinion. Cowboys uh, Chris says he still takes orders from a black man. I agree. I agree with that. Now, or, or, or is he taking orders from a black woman because old fucking Kamala stepped in it yesterday. The Indian giant made a faux pas. She came out and said she never ate her first, she didn't eat her first grape until she was in her 20s in a solidarity move with a farmer's union boycott. Here's the problem. They, they, they didn't eat when between 1984 and 2000. She was 19 to 36. She says, uh, I, I didn't eat a grape until I was in my 20s. It was absolutely ingrained so deeply in me. Never cross a picket line. So when you say it's ingrained in you so deeply and you fuck up the ages, we, we know you're lying. 
you're, you're lying just like Joe lies about his service to, you know, civil rights. Uh, I still don't get it. Why are there so many voices on the right that are pro-Russian? Makes no sense to me. W- what do you mean? W- what what voices on the right are, are pro-Russian? I'd like to know. I believe it was somebody who was from the right that ended communism in Russia. Mr. Gorbachev, turn, tear this wall down. By the way, the, the right doesn't want to get involved in a war because they know that if we are stretched too thin and China doesn't decide to invade in Taiwan, well, what are we going to do? Is Vladimir Putin's legs are now shaking in public. He's twitching a lot more in public. I, I'd like to know how they're supporting pro-Russia. I made the statement about Ukraine due to the fact that a lot of these leftists don't realize that Ukraine is a very anti-gay community. And during all the pride marches last year, people were waving these Ukrainian flags. And I'm sitting there going, you people are morons. If you're at a pride parade, you're for free gay people. They don't have those in Ukraine. That's not the right standing up for Russia. That's the left being idiots. And Kamala Harris, Miss Union herself, oh, I didn't eat my first grape till I was in my 20s. I boycotted. Uh, not a big wrestling fan, but this Japanese wrestling video might get me listener of the day. Well, let, let, let's see. Let, let's, go to, uh, let's go to the video and see. All right. There's a... Oh! He's got him by the ding-ding. He's grabbed him by the nuts. And then the guy... The guy... Oh, man. The guy's getting hard, and it's taking him down. This is the worst wrestling I've ever seen. Hey, let go, dummy. Then he's going to flip him with his ding-ding. That's terrible. That is awful. God damn. Uh, Doug says, good morning, all you awesome mofos. I'm pro-America. Fuck everyone else. I'm just wondering, Christopher. I, Christopher, I just want to know who on the right is pro-Russia. That, those are your words. I, that, that's all. I'm just trying to figure that one out. I know it's not, you know, Kamala because she's too busy not eating grapes. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> uh, Ken Doug says that was awesome, and you know it. You know, I'm surprised the AEW hasn't done something that dumb yet. Well, I reported this story last week in Ask Family. I'm, I, I, I'm just here to tell you this right now. We can go ahead and play this. Fast food restaurants in California had a good run. But it's over. California Governor Gavin Newsom on Monday signed a nation-leading measure giving more than a half million fast food workers more power 
and protection, despite the objections of restaurant owners who warned it would drive up consumer costs. The landmark law creates 10-member fast food console with equal numbers of workers, delegates, and employees and representatives, along with two state officials, empowered to set minimum standards for wages, hours, and working conditions. $22 an hour next year. Tucker Carlson pops up on YouTube often. He's uh, talking about we shouldn't be helping Ukraine. Says how President Depend uh, is a dumbass for putting us on their side. But if Russia takes Ukraine, that's really bad for America and our allies. Well, this is where I stand, and I agree with Tucker Carlson here. That he is he is possibly, and, and we really haven't done anything except send aid. We can do that. We I, I look. They're going to do that no matter what. We haven't sent any troops over there. And I think that's what Tucker Carlson's about. Because if we send troops over there, then China's going to go, okay, time to invade Taiwan. And then we got troops that are there and that are there, and we've moved them from the Middle East where China is building a military base right in Afghanistan. Uh, That was a year ago that that happened. You remember the 13? Yeah. So I agree with Tucker Carlson. I don't think it's a pro-Russian move. I think it's more of a, a I, I think it's more honestly of a pro-American move to save our military to not have them go to to fight in Ukraine and then have to go and fight in China. That's just my opinion. Uh, maybe Christopher means the all the right wingers who are suddenly okay with Russia invading Ukraine. For some Kunon degree of cover-up. I, I don't, look, look. I have not seen, I, I don't know if anybody's agreeing with Russia invading Ukraine. I don't. They're a sovereign nation. Russia had no business invading them. But where is, because it's going to hurt our allies more than it's going to hurt us, where is Europe on this? Where's Germany? We know where France is. France is behind whoever's the last one there. Where's Europe? Where's Europe protecting their oil and their gas prices? This is not necessarily our fight. I don't want our military to get stretched too thin and then have the same thing happen that happened in Korea and then in Vietnam. Look, the Chinese have figured out a way to where America can't win a war. I'll never say that we lost except the war of northern aggression back in the 1800s. But when the communists start filling up the coffers and filling up the fighting force, well, then it's unfair. Then who are we fighting? Uh, Supporting Ukraine is probably the only thing... uh, Poopy Joe isn't fucking up, in my opinion. And and look, here's the thing. I, I can back that up. With, I don't necessarily think that we need to be sending them so much cash. We need to send them supplies and, and guns. Which, by the way, if you look at history, all you have to do is look at history. Everybody was bitching at America when Russia invaded Afghanistan. And what did we do? We sent them arms. We sent them all kinds of weapons. And the Afghanis beat the Russians. 
And then 20 years later, they turned on us. So I like to look at history as um, kind of the roadmap when, when we look at these things. We'll probably be fighting against Ukraine in the next 20 years. When I'm 71 years old, my birthday is a week from this Saturday, by the way, and I turn 51. So in 20 years, when I'm about to turn 71, and I'm still sitting at this desk doing this show, even more bitter because I'm not dead and I'm 71, you know, I'm going to play the sound effect. I'm going to play this over and over again. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And, and the reason why I look at it is because I look at men like George Patton, probably the greatest military mind ever in the history of America. A lot of people want to say it's Eisenhower. A lot of people want to say it's Truman. I, I say it's Patton. Patton knew exactly what was going to happen after World War II. He wanted to take care of the Russians right then and there because he knew the Russians were gathering all the German scientists and taking them for their own. Ratberger just sent a long text, and I'm going to read this. Hey, all you solid generalists, middle-class folks working in offices, medical clinics, warehouses, and so on, that have been making $20 to $35 an hour for the last 20 years without any wage increase, you now make minimum wage. Well, I want you to set that in there. On the good side, you can now all go to work at McDonald's, and the only skill that you need is thank you and come again. Well, until the robots get implemented in every store. Once again, the Democratic Party in California hates the working class. I want to play something for you that I found last night. This was recorded in 1965 by probably the greatest broadcaster outside of Harry Carey and other sportscasters. The greatest radio voice, I'll say of all time, and that is Paul Harvey. I want you to listen. If I were the devil, if I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in 
how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Hart. That was recorded in 1965. 57 years ago. And you listen to that and you think about it. You think about all those things. Now, that's not necessarily about the devil, if you will. It's about how we have changed as a society. All those things are happening or have happened. And we just keep going on with it. We're no longer the country we were in 1965. We'll probably never be that country again. In some ways, that's a good thing. In a lot of other ways, it's a very, very bad thing. It's a very, very, it's a very, very scary thing. Um, let's see. Uh, they'll name in and out to out to out. Let's see. Arnie, I assume that the fast food restaurants will change those operation platforms to not be labeled as fast food. Do you think? I don't care about that. Is that statewide? Imagine some moron in Bishop getting $44,000 a year to pick up to fuck up a hamburger. Yes, it will be statewide. Uh, they're only targeting certain food joints. Yeah, they're called fast food joints. Certain joints like McDonald's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, all the big ones. 
See, this isn't a minimum wage increase. This is a wage increase for fast food workers. So people that are making minimum wage will that don't work at a fast food restaurant will still make minimum wage. It's the fast food employees that are getting the bump. Uh, this is another bribery for votes, but in the long run will make citizens of California suffer. Here's the thing I don't understand. Why are they trying to bribe for votes in California? They've already got them. If Gavin, I, I, is Gavin Newsom, is his name on the ballot this year? Let me just say, Arnie States right now predicts, uh, let's go to January or November whenever the elections happen. I'll be the first one to predict that Governor Gavin Newsom retains the seat of governor. Franchises with 100 stores are targeted. By the way, that's 75% of all fast food restaurants in California. So if you got a place that's kind of fast foodish that doesn't have over 100 locations, keep eating there. Uh, let's see. Tiffany, good morning to you. Hope you're doing good today. Europe is busy with the final countdown. The Afghanistanis, if you're an office fan, you'll be funny to you. Uh, as usual, when we gave arms and money to Afghanistan, we shrugged and left a big mess and then ignored the situation, figuring it would work itself out. America has a nasty habit of doing that time and time again, arrogantly assuming that the nation will behave like a clockwork toy. Exactly. At age 71, you'll upgrade the military scooter around. Yeah. It's also war on the UN also. Ukraine allowed nuclear weapons in after the treaty we signed with Russia, saying they wouldn't go any further east. Now imagine if Russia started building nuclear weapons near Alaska. You think we'd stand for that? A treaty was broken. Just another POV on this conflict. California wants everyone working as union slaves. Fuck small business. Andrew says, I love this Paul Harvey speech. Bone chilling. First time I heard this spot on from over 60 years ago. I guess when it's time for my annual review and possible raise, I'm bringing this up and see what my supervisor does. I have like a hundred, a thousand times more responsibilities and policies and rules to follow in my line of work. Uh, I got that on. I saw it on a, a, a story. One of the news that I was watching was talking about it. So I went and looked up the speech and I found the... Uh, I found the recording of the speech, and I kept it. Probably played it illegally, but I can't. Uh, Arnie, can you post it on my Facebook? Uh, it's almost like a Paul Harvey knew. So Paul Harvey was the devil and plotted this shit out. That fuck. How does he know the devil? He was the devil. This is depressing as fuck. I'm sorry. Christian says, we're moving. Or very moving. Bone chilling. Post a link, please, Arnie. It's on YouTube. Uh... I don't agree with 100% with Paul, but the stuff he's right about, he's really right about. Happy hump day to you, hot mama. Hold on a second. Let me get that there. Sorry, my... Uh, my hump day! Hump day! My, my Mixler thing wasn't working. My, my, my board wasn't scrolling. See, what happens is either those fast food restaurants will go out of business or the small businesses will struggle to retain employees as they go flip burgers for more money. Oh! Correct the mundo! California will have to hit rock bottom before the people start voting out the crooked uh, uniparty rule. Douglas, let me ask you a question. This is going to be a tough one here. Um, how much more is rock bottom for California? 
Hot Mama, let, let's see. Hold on a second. Let me let me let me find this thing here. Uh, I'm gonna po I'm gonna post this. Copy link. All right, I'm posting this on my uh, on the show page right now. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, here here it is. Okay, this is chilling. There you go. All right. It's uh, If I Were the Devil by Paul Harvey. Check that out. Uh, hey, ass, got all caught up with work, but I'm here now. Good. Welcome back. Uh, I don't know. We still have food and water for now. Oh, we have an epidemic of bums. I, I mean, honestly, you, you say it, and I'm just asking you the question here. I'm not trying to argue. I, I, I'm not trying to argue with anybody this morning. Um, how much more... Does California have to fall before the people say enough? I mean, you have an epidemic of bums. It's true. Oh, it's damn true, as Kurt Angle would say. You have, you have a state that has outlawed electric cars or uh, outlawed gas-powered cars in 2035 by the way, I have a story. I'm just gonna I'm gonna braze right through it right here. Twelve more states are going to jump on board with what California's plan is of getting rid of gas-powered cars in 13 years. Will we be ready? Will we be established enough with enough power grids? And the answer is a resounding no. You see, here in Texas, let let, let me let me. It's kind of backwards of California. We had what you're having right now all through the middle of June, all of July, and most of August. I think we had like 47, 48 days of 100-plus degree weather here and the humidity. Not a whole lot was said about the, the, uh, the energy being used to run air conditioning. They, they said it maybe once. See, what happens is it's the wintertime in Texas where they get all flustered about the electric grid because we use so much heat because people in Texas do not like the cold. And that's when we have our problems. And that's when Governor Wheels would probably come out and say, hey, can you not plug in your fucking cars? Because that's what they're telling Californians now. 13 years is not a long time. I'm frustrated at this. I sound frustrated at this because this is insanity. Let's, let's, let's do this real quick. Let's go through the jobs that this will affect. Mechanics. Convenience store owners. Con- convenience store employees. How much do you, I, I, I don't know what it costs to fill up when it, when it comes to plugging in a car, if it's like a, a just a round number or whatever. 
but gas stations don't make any money on the gas. They make it from you coming inside. How many jobs will this end? Uh, no form for me. As far as I'm concerned, California hit rock bottom enough for me years ago. Just took me a bit to let go and move on to something new and different. Okay. State Senator Brian Dale, uh, Dale is a Republican candidate for governor, and while it's a long shot, we all need to get out and vote. Arnie, when you get your mail in, <laughs> you got to send it. Uh, thank you, Braddy Kid. but honestly, I don't know if I'd ever leave California. I may not agree with the political direction the state is going, but I was born here. I love this land. It's my home, and I love it. The same way Arnie loves Texas, I love California. The mountains, the seas, the green fields, I drive every day. It would hurt to leave. And I totally understand that, Christopher, and I respect that. And it's going to come down to the, the Californians like you that say enough is enough is enough. When's that point? Uh, I'm staying here as long as my son's here. See, this is why winter is better than summer. You can fucking stay warm in the winter in a pile of blankets. You can't make the sweat go away, yeah. Almost almost $70 to fully charge a Tesla at current California prices. Well, and by the way, in 13 years, those prices are going to go up. Our reservoirs only have enough water for one more summer. We need rain, no more water, or no more water. Uh, I was there, too, until I moved to Texas. Christopher, I love the geography of my state and the weirdness, but every time I hear about yet another dumb fucking law or movement, I'm glad I left. I feel like Thor and Ragnarok looking back at Asgard's destruction knowing I have no home anymore. Uh, it sure as fuck isn't New Mexico. I And that, as, as far as things go, I, I love when people take pride in where they're from. And I know that Ogre takes pride in being from California. And I know that Christopher does too. There are people in California that are proud of that state. Not many. Not like the proud Nevadans who are getting spit on each and every day by people that move to that state and change the laws there. There will never be a place, in my opinion, that the people are more proud to be from than the great state of Texas. And we will not allow this shit to happen. We allowed it to happen to Austin, and we're watching Austin fucking be flushed into the fucking cesspool that's turned into. And I hate saying that. I hate it because I loved going to Austin as a kid. You go into the state capitol building, it's amazing. You learn about the history of this great state, and it's amazing, but the capital of the state is shitting the bed. They just announced that they're building a new high-rise in Austin. It'll be the tallest building in Texas, and it's going to be mainly residential-type place, some businesses, residential, all kinds of stuff, right? I don't know how the infrastructure for, for Austin can survive anymore. You want to talk about traffic problems? All you got to do is look at Austin, Texas. I felt the same, Christopher, California, born and raised, and I thought the same about California and its home till it wasn't. I'll visit but never go back. I take California with me in my heart and tattooed on me, but I can found I can live better. There it is. But, Christopher, it's people like you that need to fight for it. 
And, and I respect your fight. I, I, I respect the love that you have for your state, the pride that you have for your state. But then your, 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 your state does stuff like this. And look, uh, this happened in Los Angeles just this week. Daniel Lowenthal, a judge of the L.A. County Superior Court, declared a mistrial for a violent offender due to the fact the defendant didn't get a proper night's sleep in the jail. Vamazee's Banks is the name of the assailant who robbed a McDonald's at gunpoint before taking less than $100. He was not given proper betting before his trial, and his lawyer said this meant he could not take proper notes during his court appearance. Lowenthal hurriedly declared the mistrial despite calls he had not properly probed Banks' behavior in jail. By the way, Judge Lowenthal comes from a political family. His father was a Democratic congressman that has ties to LADA George Gasson. You know, the one that has a zero bail. The one that's letting criminals out. What happened? What what happened to the the law enforcement agencies in California that were once run by Kamala the Indian Giant who held prisoners in longer than they were supposed to be? Now we're letting them out. Good for you, Jen. I'm happy you found your new life. I've been checking up on Facebook posts, and it looks fantastic. God bless you. Oh, it's jail. What does the judge want, a fucking posturpedic mattress? And, and, and if you want to call this a cost-saving measure, by the way, robbery trials cost the judicial system between $600 and $1,300. I, 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 literally, I don't know what's going on with the jail system with these DAs and the zero bond. And that you can steal $900 worth of stuff. They got fucked is what happened. Glorified babysitters with empty threats. Pretty much. Did you ever see the movie The Star Chamber? I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I think uh, Michael Douglas or Kirk Douglas, one of the Douglas guys is in it. And there's a group of judges in California that go out and right the wrongs of the courts. I'd like to see that implemented. That's what I'd like to see. All right, last story here, and then we'll get to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Today we have the worst movie franchises of all time. Once again, in California, a research assistant for California's Teachers Association was paid to dig up dirt on parents and parents' groups who oppose COVID shutdowns across the state. New released emails showed. Research with the California Teachers Association 
emailed members of school of a school parents group to ask for advice. The researcher said she was investigating the various reopen groups. At the time, California schools were closed and lessons were remote. Many parents were unhappy at the arrangement for uh, agitating the change. She tweeted that the parents are used towards a larger goal to disrupt, destabilize, and burn down public schools. They were digging up dirt on the parents. Oh, I know, Ogre. What, a union doing something nefarious? Isn't it amazing? Ken Dog says, uh, would love to get out of California, but almost impossible with an elderly mother and an entrenched business would be very tough. I, and I understand. I'm not telling people to leave. What I'm telling you is the exact opposite. Put your feet down and fight. Fight this. And, and this story right here should be enough to show you how hard the fight is going to be. When the California school union hires someone to dig up dirt on fucking families. I'd say it's unbelievable, but I, I, I it, it, it's not, it, it's not unbelievable. It, it, What's happened is we've given people, my dad taught me this lesson a long, long time ago. He taught it in a very racial way. I'm not going to teach it in that way. These people that are in power were, ne- or were people that didn't grow up with friends, that were probably picked on a lot, whose parents were probably hardworking people, but they didn't necessarily answer all the question for the kids. They made it told their kids to stand up to the bad people and the kids never did. And then these kids, they decided, well, I'm just going to stick with my studies and I'm going to go far in life. And when it's my turn to be in charge, there's going to be a change. These are people that never had power before. And once they get a little bit of power, they run wild like Hulkamania with it. I mean, hello, California. There's a bill that passed there in San Francisco. In the guy's name, Wiener, it wasn't it like like State Senator Wiener that passed this bill that allows a ten year age difference in dating couples. You want a nineteen year old going out with your nine year old? That's what they're saying. A 23-year-old with a 13-year-old is is legal in the state of California now. I want all you people that have a 12-year-old daughter right now or, or kids that are, are young or had a 12-year-old daughter, I want you to think about her being picked up by a 22-year-old college student, maybe a college senior, and now they're dating. That's your state. It's your state right there. 
Wait, what the fuck? Yes, Tiffany, this is an actual bill that was passed by Scott Weiner. He is, I believe he's a state senator in California. And he said he did this movement mainly for the LGBTQ community, mainly the gay community, the gay men community. It's okay. Your 11-year-old is now going to date a 21-year-old gay man. Your 11-year-old boy. When did that happen? It happened, what, last year? Oh, I, 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 yeah, I think it was last year. I commented on the show. I talked about it. Ah, by a 21-year-old map. <laughs> Remember we learned maps were uh, uh, minor attracted people. Oh, did, did I save that? Oh, I think I did save that. Hold on. I, I think I have the, the voice recording of this. And this was in Texas where this one happened. Which makes me sick to... Oh, I do have it. Okay, here you go. Here's the recording of this teacher. If you weren't here yesterday, check this shit out. We're going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. They put up an article on this story. <laughs> uh, I'm actually say the opposite of you, Arnie. Let all the right-wing employed responsible people leave California. Every goddamn last one. Leave California with nothing but the cream of the moldy crop to populate the run of the state. With zero people to be real backbone. Let the bobsled, uh, bobsled speed race towards a shit situation get even faster to luge level. You can sit and just about literally watch the cities crumble and chaos reign. Then, when the real exodus occurs of the rest of the former do-gooders, who wake up to an elevated consciousness of reality, then California might be saved. Scorch the fucking earth. If the wildfires don't do it first, and then you can rebuild upon the detritus and carnage of an imbalanced state. What I heard there is one very, very angry native Californian who now lives in a fucking pit known as New Mexico. That's what I hear. Because he said enough is enough. And I totally understand. I hope that people like Christopher, people like Douglas, they don't ever hit that enough is enough. Now, does it really matter when the bill is passed? The lunatic Scott Weiner will still be elected. The people are idiots. Uh, let's see, Scott Weiner authors a lot of bad policies. I believe he wanted to make Drag Queen Story Hour a requirement for graduation. I wouldn't be surprised. Low-information voters keep these assholes in office. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. Politics and stuff, that shit's boring. We like cool shit. We like car chases. We, 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 we like the police dogs attacking people. People don't pay attention to politics. I paid attention to politics because I'll just say it, I'm a fucking nerd. I was so jacked when I turned 18 that I could sign up for select service and I got to vote. I, I, I mean, honestly. 
And I'll tell you this right now. Get ready for this. This is going to be a drum roll right here. My first election, I voted for Ann Richards. Makes me sick to my stomach that I voted for her, but she was running against this moron named Clayton Williams who equated rape to the weather. And he was from Texas A&M. Now, I did not let that, that part did not, it, 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 didn't, it didn't move me that much that he went to A&M. The thing that really, really moved me is at that time, I was 18 years old and I was watching my father do a wonderful job of keeping his sobriety intact. He was a great example for me, even though I was going out and getting drunk on a regular basis. And I knew how hard he worked at his sobriety. Not only did Clayton Williams equate rape to the weather, saying that you should just sit back and enjoy it. Ann Richards' plane was delayed due to a terrible thunderstorm. We get them here. Look, we got 10 inches of rain in one day. Her flight from Austin to Fort Worth, where the debate was supposed to be happening, was delayed. Everybody knew it was delayed. And some reporter who was obviously in Clayton Williams' back pocket, and he was a very, very rich oil man, said, Clayton, why, why, why do you think Ann's not here? And this is a woman who had become like 15 years sober, and I know how hard the work on sobriety is. He said, well, I hope she's not out having a drink. And that was enough for me. I didn't like Ann Richards at all. I thought she was a terrible governor of Texas. But I could not stomach the fact of having a guy like Clayton Williams be known as the governor of Texas. Fucking Rick Perry was enough of a fucking sideshow. Cowboys Girl says, I'm not leaving California for now. It's always been my home, no matter what the policies and taxes and drivers we're full of diversity with sanctuary cities, but our terrain, our mountains, rivers, lakes, Pacific Ocean, it's magnificent. I just can't leave. I get it, man. I, I'm not Like I said, I'm not telling people to leave. I'm just letting you know that it's not going to be getting any better anytime soon. <laughs> but yeah, but Ann Richards had an affair with Bill from King of the Hill. Talk about tainted love. <laughs> Bill the big dumb one. Oh, man. Man, it just seems like the state is out to get the fucking people there, and I don't know why. I really, I, I don't know why. People of California, look, I met a lot of great people from California. I know a lot of great people. I know a lot of bad people. I know a lot of bad people from Texas, too, and Nevada as well. You good people in California need to take your state back. That's what you need to do. Don't count on... Don't count on the, the, the wonderful folks that are running the state in Sacramento to help you out anytime soon. It's a job that the people of California are going to have to handle. You've got corrupt state senators. You've got corrupt judges. You've got corrupt politicians. The only way to fight that is get those people out. And I know it's easier said than done. But something needs to be done. And sadly, nothing's happening. All right. 
enough of that. Enough, enough shit talk there. Uh, let, let's have some fun, shall we? Well, that was loud. How about this right here? Oh, it's time. Four. 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 Celebrity. 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 Ah, ah, V-Coop, we've still got a couple years coming up, like three years. I came up with a new one today. Worst doctors in history. We'll get to that sometime soon. But we got this right here and right now. Let's get it on. All right, ass family, here we go. How about this? You let D.C. become a state and have two liberal senators in Congress. However, you have to let the red part of California secede to have its own two conservative senators to balance it. If the red part is as poor as the coastal left claims, then you'd uh, lose nothing in letting letting them secede. Yeah, Arnie, uh, careful, Arnie. You you might rally a match on the state capitol line January sixth. No shit. All right, terrible movie franchises. For this, I I think I only have one that only has two, but I think most of them have three. So, in our first matchup of the worst movie franchises of all time, the first one was produced by the WWE, and that is the Marine franchise. John Cena, The Miz, and Ted DiBiase Jr., all of them made a terrible Marine and a terrible movie franchise. But it is taking on, and I love the guy that was in these movies, Jason Lee, and I'm talking about all those goddamn Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. The Marine versus Alvin and the Chipmunks. Ask family, who you got? We're tied up. Three to three. Let's go. I can sit here and wait. I can wait, people. I can wait. Alvin and the Chipmunks or the Marine? The Marine or Alvin and the Chipmunks? The Marine! The Marine has it, ladies and gentlemen. The Marine moves on. All right. Next matchup we have are the terrible, stupid, idiotic spy kids movie where kids are spies really taking on 
I, this one even had a 3D version, and I don't know why there was a 3D version of a dance movie, but the, the franchise known as the Step Up franchise, Spy Kids versus the Step Up franchise, Ask Family, who ya got? ourselves a winner as family without question it is the spy kids as they move on the next one i remember seeing the first one of this franchise and i said nope never gonna fucking see another one and that was a movie that starred ice cube and j-lo and it is called anaconda so bad. The Anaconda franchise versus the one Marvel franchise that has completely shit the bed every time it's come out. And yes, they're coming out with another one. I'm talking about Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four. Anaconda versus the fan, uh, the, the Fantastic Four. Ask family. Who? Ya got. Four moves on. I mean, Miles Teller was in one. The Human Torch turned into Captain America, which that you can't do that. I mean, it was garbage. Our last one here. Oh, boy, this might anger some people, but I don't give a damn. Probably, in my opinion, the most overrated franchise in the history and they keep shitting them out. 
Uh, I am Groot. No, I'm not talking about that. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Fast and the Furious with Vin Diesel. Hell, they're making them where Vin Diesel ain't even in them anymore, and they still suck. The Fast and the Furious taking on the franchise that started with Brendan Fraser, and then The Rock was in it, and then Tom Cruise was in it. We're talking about The Mummy. Fast and Furious versus The Mummy. Ah! Ass family. Who you got? They're not supposed to be easy, Tiffany. I'm telling you. And we have a winner out of nowhere. What a comeback. Ass family. Uh, the mummy. The mummy moves on. Wow, I'm surprised. Oof, those were some bad movies. All right. Now, to make it to the actual Mount Rushmore. Here we go. In our first matchup, we have the terrible Marine franchise taking on the even worse, in my opinion, Spy Kids franchise. The Marine versus Spy Kids. Ask family, who you got? It's spy kids, not shit kids, but okay. Kids, the spy kids are on the Mount Rushmore of horrible movie franchises. Kale, I love that. Spy kids, because it's just a stupid premise. It really is. All right. And now, who will join spy kids on the Mount Rushmore of awful movie franchises? By the way, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, they will be back in theaters next Tuesday. Not this weekend, God forbid. This Tuesday, next Tuesday, a week from yesterday. All right. We have the Marvel failure known as the Fantastic Four taking on one of the biggest flops for, for, for Tom Cruise ever 
and that is the Mummy franchise. Mummy franchise versus Fantastic Four. Ask family, who ya got? Half of the Mount Rushmore is set between the Spy Kids franchise and the Fantastic Four. Oh, believe me, ass family, we have doozies of movies left coming up next, along with an update on if Chris Pine was spit on or not. You're looking at a man that's almost gone.
Play around a golf. 
going uh, two quarter pound double cheeseburgers for $5. Let me just tell you, ass family, stay the fuck away from that. Unless you want it to, it, look, if you want a burger that tastes like nothing but pickles, and this wasn't their special pickle burger. They put nine pickles on this little bitty double cheeseburger. Nine! I forgot, I didn't know pickles came on it. Usually I say no pickles to begin with. But that's the worst burger I ever had. I mean, it was terrible. The Sonic 2 for 5, stay away from. Gross. Disgusting. But on the way home, I didn't bring my phone with me, so we had a we were subjected to local radio here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, there's this afternoon guy on a station that used to be just an awesome station. It was KPLX. 99.5 KPLX. Flex your plex. Now it's the wolf because, well, it's a country station. It has to be called that. Have you tried the Chop House Burger at Sonic? Pretty tasty. No, I haven't. All fast food is so pricey now. I miss dollar menus. Amen. Oh, God. By the way, aren't we like less than a week away from the Mexican pizza coming out, coming back? Okay. So I'm listening to this guy on the way there, right? He's talking about how he went to a... uh, Went to a, a kickoff football party on Saturday because I guess the boy's from Georgia. And this this an afternoon guy who I guess is pretty popular here in Dallas. I don't even know his name. But he's talking about how he went to this party at this apartment complex and they had like this fancy-dancy, you know, tall building apart. Not like your regular run-of-the-mill. We're talking about a building that has a concierge. He even said that on the show. So I was like, okay, I'm listening to this. And they have one of those levels, 915. Uh, I think it's like 915, 913, Tiffany, but we will be on top of that. So he takes a Yeti cooler. right? If you know anything about 
coolers. You know, Yetis are like the best coolers. And they're like expensive as hell. He said he had this one that was bright orange and it cost $100. $100 for a cooler. Hell, you know what we used to do for coolers? I'm going to tell you the truth here. We used to go to the YMCA after Friday night baseball games where people would drop off the coolers. We would take them some bitches if we needed a cooler for the weekend. But if you drank as fast as some of us did back then, you didn't really need a cooler. So he, he takes his cooler to this party, and then he and his gal pal, they decide to take off, but they leave the cooler there. He comes back after the Georgia game, after they beat the shit out of Oregon, and lo and behold, the cooler's gone. Somebody took the cooler. He checked with lost and found, wasn't there, called the concierge desk. I have never lived in an apartment building that has a concierge. And he goes, well, what do you people think I should do? Because I guess he sent out an email or whatever. So, that hey, he asked me to call. That was a call to action. I looked up their phone number, and I called, got through on the second ring. Dude told me to, you know, take, take the Bluetooth off, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's going to get it. So he comes back. Play, he's in the middle of the song, and he records all his phone calls. I already know how he does his thing. Don't take any live calls. And he goes, yeah, uh, uh, who is this? I said, oh, this is Arnie from Rockwall, blah, blah, blah. I said, man, uh, as far as your cooler goes, I, I said, why don't you take some responsibility? You were the dumbass. <laughs> I don't think I said ass. I think I kept it really clean. I said, you were the idiot that left it there. And he starts laughing. I'm like, come on, man, it's a Yeti cooler. Who's not going to take a Yeti cooler? And he's like this, and oh, well, you know, it's an expensive cooler. I've had it forever. It's my favorite cooler. I go, it's your favorite cooler, and you left it? I said, just take some of your big radio money and buy a new one. He goes, oh, this is, this is where I got him. He goes, oh, oh radio people, you think we make a lot of money, but we don't. And I said, oh, that's a lie. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, I did radio for 26 years. From 1991, 92, until 2017, I did radio, and I made Buku Deleros. Oh, well, that was a heyday. I'm like, dude, you are in the fourth biggest market in the country, and you have a concierge. He just starts laughing, right? He goes, what are you doing here now? I said, I moved back home. You know, I do my own show. So he wrote down my show. I don't know if he he blasted uh, ArnieRadio.com, but no. Uh-uh. You ain't going to. Ain't nobody leaving no damn Yeti cooler anywhere. Best cooler is a Pelican. I, I don't care who the best cooler is. Yeti in the South is known as the best cooler. Uh, they're as expensive as Yeti, but better because they, they're not Yeti. Uh, breaking news, Hillary Clinton just stated that she would never run for president of the United States. Uh, yes, I did that story already, Douglas, but thank you. I appreciate it, buddy. <sighs> I just I just laugh when these radio hosts in huge market. I know what he makes. He's an afternoon guy on a station that bills probably... I'd say somewhere between 100 and $250 million a year in advertising. And it is true that they pay radio people not as well as they used to in some places. In Dallas, Dallas, the market it pays. 
especially if you live in a building that has a concierge. So if you're listening this morning, sir, uh, hello there. I think you do a very adequate job on the air. I know you have a lot of listeners, and good for you. Just don't don't come with me with that shit. Because I could have told you the other thing. And I used to do this at parties, and it pissed people off that were hosting parties. Oh, uh, I want to introduce you, Arnie, to uh, uh, Jim here. Uh, Jim, Jim used to be in radio. <laughs> yeah, I got out of it because there's no money in it. And I would just look at him and go, well, that's because you're no good. That usually, that usually was the point they would walk away. Nothing says praise like an adequate job. Honestly, Ogre, that's as far as I can do for, for I, I, see, I don't listen to the radio anymore. And it's not because I'm bitter about my radio career, because I am. I, I admit I, I'm bitter at how it ended. Very bitter. Uh, but, I mean, sometimes these guys get on the microphone and they open it up and they say absolutely nothing. And you're sitting there going, why did you had a 14-second intro? You could have done something that was entertaining, informative, or at least funny. You, you, you bitch about the price of ranch dressing? Huh? But I, I just, I can't listen to radio anymore. It's just, and, and I have friends. I have a friend that works at a, a station over in Fort Worth. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember her in Sacramento. Uh, Heather Lee. She used to do 107.9 N. She's doing a morning show here in Dallas now, mainly in Fort Worth. And I, I, I think she's a great gal. She was great on the radio back then. I've never listened to her because, well, I'm kind of busy while she's on the air. But it's I'm, I'm seeing this now happen in every form of entertainment because being a DJ, you're still supposed to be entertaining. And this is this is troglodyted its way. I know that's not the right way to use this word, but I like using it there. Into all the mainstream. Look, look, we can sit here and bitch about how bad Hollywood's gotten, how awful it is. And I, I just posted on here the uh, the video in case you didn't get to see yesterday. Some body, what's this? Um, a body language expert says that Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. I've watched this video a number of times. I don't see a projectile come out of his mouth. But all of a sudden, Chris Pine just looks down and kind of just goes, wow, and picks up his glasses and is just like sitting there going, I will whoop your monkey ass if I have to. But... They're saying that Harry and even Chris Pine's people have come out. And, of course, Chris Pine's people are going to come out and say that. Why? Because they want this They want this story to continue and for people to talk. And they don't want their client to come out and look like a pussy. Because I'll tell you this right now. There ain't a lot of men out there in Hollywood, first of all. But I don't know a lot of men out there that are just going to allow another human being to spit on them. And I guess Harry Styles told uh, Olivia Wilde after the movie, we're done. Uh, oh, no. Now, what, is she going to ruin another relationship? 
Oh, but yes, I, I oh, I still want to beat up fucking Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles, you've replaced our next story with a guy that I want to sucker punch more than anything. Zach just texted my issue with most FM radio doesn't take live calls, and he'll mo- uh, hell most sports talk radio doesn't even take calls uh, at all anymore. Boo. Let me just let me, let's just say that I, I understand. Let me let me let you in in the world of radio right now because it's so fucking terrible, and it's because radio people don't run radio anymore. They have nothing but used car salesmen, and that's exactly what they are. Who decided, hey, if I can sell this fucking jalopy, I can sell air because that's what they're selling. They're selling air. And they get in, and they run it like a car business. But radio is a very unique facet, and, and radio people aren't even running radio as far as programming and doing things like this. The FCC has, has clamped down so hard on radio that if you get fined, most companies won't pay your fines anymore. Not that they paid our fine, and we were fined by the FCC. We paid it. But the fines are now 10 times what they used to be. And if you get fined, you automatically lose your station license. And that means when it comes up for renewal, you probably will not get that station license back. So everybody protects that way, and that's why there are no live calls. Not even with delay, because, well, maybe they don't think delays are fast enough anymore. I don't know. But that's enough about radio. I, I was just, I, I, I was laughing so hard at how stupid that whole tirade was yesterday. And now Chris Pine getting spit on and allowing Harry Styles just to sit there. And I think it's because, like, at the press conference, they're doing a press conference, and Harry Styles was saying, well, this job, I don't even know what I'm doing. And, well, here I am. You know, to a lot of trained actors, that that right there alone is a spit in the eye, if you will. And then he goes ahead and does it. I'm telling you right now, Chris Pine, you lost your man card, dude. You totally lost your man. Unless you're fucking Olivia Wilde on the side. If you're the reason why they broke up and he spit on you for that, you had an ass whooping coming, but he spit on you instead, which is a way lower road to take. He deserves to be punched. Harry Styles deserves it. And he has replaced my my all-time. Well, it used to be uh, the person I wanted to sucker punch more than anything was Kelly Osbourne just because I hated her. I still do. Don't get me wrong. But I no longer want to sucker punch her. Tiffany says, I don't want to support Olivia Wilde, but I'm going to see the movie, LOL. Well, you let me know how it is, because I am not seeing that hunk of garbage with Harry Styles. No, the person that replaced, and I didn't think anybody could ever really replace Kelly Osborne as the person I wanted to sucker punch more than anything, but she's been replaced by Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber was, the, oh, he's he's been holding that fucking card for a long time. I don't like Justin Bieber. I don't think he's talented. And sad news to report, he has canceled his world tour. Oh, no. Oh. 
due to his facial paralysis battle that he's having. He had like some kind of palsy. I, I, I not Bell's palsy. He didn't have what good old Jr. had. Uh, let's see. Uh, cancel more to the facial paralysis battle. I need time to rest and get better. He performed in Brazil on Sunday after resuming his world tour. Then he wrote, after getting off stage, the exhaustion overtook me, and I realized that I need to make my health the priority now. Ramsey Hunt syndrome, that's what he has. Oh, I can help that out. Him just walking by me, I'll just stick him real quick. What's that? I'll clear that shit clean up. You know what I'm smelling? Oh, I'm smelling. That Justin Bieber can't hit the notes anymore. You know, when you, baby, baby, baby. He can't do it anymore because, well, that was when he was a kid. And he went through something called puberty and his voice changed. And I think he knows it. And I think he knows that his fans are figuring out that he's not the same entertainer. 28-year-old went to his Instagram story to make the tough announcement. Yes, the tough announcement. Here's the announcement. Earlier this year, I went public about my battle with Ramsey Hunt Syndrome, where my face was partially paralyzed. As a result of this illness, I was not able to complete the North American Leg of the Justice Tour. After resting and consulting with my doctors, family, and team, I went to Europe in an effort to continue with the tour because I hate America. Oh, I added that part. I performed six live shows, but it took a real toll on me. This past weekend, I performed at the Rock in Rio because there were a million people there and you got paid buku dollars. Once again, I added that. Um, I gave everything I have to the people of Brazil. Once again, fuck you, America. After getting off stage, the exhaustion overtook me and I realized I need to make my health the priority right now. So I'm going to take a break from touring for the time being. I'm going to be okay, but I need time to rest and get better. Oh, or star in a movie or something. I've been so proud to bring this show and our message of justice to the world. Thank you for your prayers and support throughout all of this. I love you all passionately. Hey, uh, hey, Justin. Let, let me just say something real quick to you. Um, just, just real fast. You need to stop being such a cunt. Jim Ross was on Monday Night Raw two weeks after he had the old Bell's palsy. And his voice was down here and he couldn't talk. But he still did his job. You know, I, th- this is what I feel bad about with, for people today. There is not an artist out there aside from George Strait that I would act well and Sturgill Simpson that I would actually pay money to see. There's, I, I mean, I I would pay to see George Strait. I would pay to see Sturgill Simpson just because I like him so much. There are maybe one or two other people that I can't think of right now. I'd pay to see him. I think about all the people. All the little kids that Justin Bieber still somehow is good. All of his believers who work their asses off 
to be able to afford concert tickets from a third-party vendor because there's no way you can get tickets anymore because third-party vendors buy them all, and then they jack up the prices exorbitantly, and they still charge a fucking ticket fee. Save their money for such a long time to go to a show, and then out of nowhere you just cancel on them. Fuck you, Limp Biscuit. I, I I feel bad for people in Sacramento who really wanted to see the Foo Fighters, and they can't. And I think that they had a more legitimate reason of canceling due to losing a bandmate than Justin Bieber. Hey, Justin, do the show, and then go rest at night. Don't go out partying. Don't go out staying out until 4 o'clock in the morning. There's one thing, Justin, that you need to learn, my friend. It, 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 it's real, real simple. Here, let, let me play it for you. Do your fucking job. That's it. He needs time off to support his uncle-in-law, Alec Baldwin. Hey, you want to go shooting this weekend? Well, that's a call you don't take from Alec Baldwin. Doug is so fucking ridiculous. Those damn third-party motherfuckers taking advantage of the fans. And it's only gotten worse. Like, I looked up the George Strait tickets. I didn't know he was performing. I didn't remember that he was performing in November in Fort Worth. And I'll see George Strait as many times as I possibly can before I die because I love his music. I love the man. I love his show. Cheapest tickets were $320. And those were in nosebleeds. I ain't going to pay that. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to pay that. Not even for George. If that was the, if I went to, and I want to go see him in Vegas, I'd like to see his Vegas show. If that was the face price on the ticket in Vegas, okay, so be it. That's not the face price for these tickets at Dickie's Arena in Fort Worth. That's horse shit. Foo Fighters was one of the bands I was really excited to see at Aftershock. I'm bummed for you. Uncle Alec, when you shoot a movie, you really shoot a movie. No shit. So there you go. So anybody who's uh, who was hoping that Justin Bieber was coming to a town near you, not happening. And now we get to talk about the the idiocracy of celebrities. Jennifer Lawrence, who I have never liked. I, I have never liked Jennifer Lawrence. I, I don't think that she's that talented. And Jennifer... You need to stop being such a cunt. She's come out and says, quote, I don't fuck with people who aren't political. Who would you rather prefer, hunting with Dick Cheney or participating in a movie with Alec Baldwin? Oh, I'm going Dick Cheney. He's just going to wound me. That's a flesh wound. Jennifer Lopez says she doesn't deal with Americans who aren't political because the world is in too dire of a state to get involved, not to get involved. Quote, I've tried to get over it, and I really can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm just unleashing, but I can't fuck with people who aren't political anymore. You live in the United States of America. You have to be political. It's too dire. Politics are killing people. And this is where it really, really, really gets dirty. It breaks my heart because America had the choice between a woman 
and a dangerous, dangerous jar of mayonnaise because she thinks she's really funny, but she's not. And we were like, well, we can't have a woman. Let's go with the jar of mayonnaise. I've worked so hard in the last five years to forgive my dad and my family and try to understand. Wait a second. You, you need to forgive people that didn't vote the way that you did? Are, are you serious? Boy, I, I tell you what, you really do think a lot of yourself, Jennifer Lawrence. You're not even the hottest Jennifer in Hollywood. You're like fifth. Jennifer is very attractive, but I hear she's a cunt. Yeah. Jennifer was all cozy with Weinstein. Of course she was. It should be a law. Celebs can't speak on politics because, yes, politics, no. Well, I do love me some mayonnaise. I love that, that she could. she's worked so hard to forgive her father for voting that way. It's not like he stole from you. He didn't come in there and, and slap you in the face with his cock, and, and, and there's a reason to have to forgive him. Uh, I love how she claims to be so middle class when in reality she's out of touch, uptight bitch. Oh, she she is such she is so not down to earth. Oh, please. Who are the hotter four Jennifers? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, hold on a second. Let me let, let me uh, let me go to the thing you asked. I I have to give the answers. Uh. Oh, let's see. We have Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Love Hewitt, even though she's let herself go. Um, But I'll still have Jennifer Love Hewitt up above her. Jennifer Conley. Oh, yeah, she's hot. She was in the fucking Top Gun. And then J-Lo and then Jennifer Grey. Yeah, I'll take all of them. I mean, I, I I put Jennifer, what's her name? Who am I talking about here? Jennifer Lawrence. I put her in the same category as Jennifer Garner. They're just kind of, eh. Hey, I'm not saying you don't have to like her. You can like her all you want. Jennifer Lawrence is not cute. The more she opens her cum hole, the uglier she gets. Her cum hole. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee's gotten old. But I, I you know, I appreciate Jennifer Jason Lee mainly because she gets naked in all her damn movies. You name me a Jennifer, uh, except for the Hateful Eight. Oh, Jennifer loved you at one time. Who else we got in here in June? Jennifer McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy. Uh, Going down here. Yeah, I I was right about that. Yeah, she's she's like fourth. All right. All right, enough about her. Now, what now? Now, get ready for some stupidity. 
Okay, so she doesn't fuck with people that ain't political. Well, then there are fucking idiot actors like Timothy Chalamet, who I don't even know who the fuck this guy really is. Why why do you need to have Timothy with two E's at the end? No. Uh Uh-uh. No. 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 And one of them has an apostrophe. Look here. Look here, fancy dancy. And he's he's wearing this terrible outfit, this open back outfit with a scarf. He dresses like a girl. He's come out and said, it's tough to be alive now. And that social collapse is in the air. It smells like it, he says, at the Venice Film Festival while promoting a new movie called Bones and All, a film about a bisexual cannibal. By the way, his net worth is $20 million. Um, when you're worth $20 million, I, I want you to think about it. That's $20 million worth. Taxes have already been taken out. You're worth $20 million. And you're going to come out and say, it's tough to be alive now? I tell you what there, Tim. Good old Timmy. Timmy! Ha-ha! Timmy! I think he's actually a digitally created actor. Oh, what, he, he came from the, the I, I don't even know what that means. I'm not even going to try. Um, he worth $20 million. And it's, it's tough to be alive now with $20 million. How about you give me five? Five would make my life a whole lot easier. Whoo-wee, would it be easier. You still got 15, you can, and now it can be even tougher for you. But you give me $5 million of that, you make me worth $5 million, Hell, I'm in a good mood doing this show then. I'm already in a pretty good mood, but. Mike Barnes, motherfucker. You call that karate? Is this weekend, holy fucking shit, I know what I'm doing. Wait, this weekend is is Karate Kid? Hold on a second. Karate Kid is this weekend? No. uh I got to look this up on the phone now. Cobra Kai, I'm sorry, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai uh, release date. Oh, hell yeah, it is, baby! September 9th. Ogre, you're the man, baby. You're the man. September 9th. Sweet! Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend, too. I'm going to get Cobra Kai out of my system, and that'll put me in a good mood to watch Longhorns get the shit beat out of them. By the way, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy is going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, we got all college football games. All of the NFL games will be picking straight up, and he and I are going to keep track of who has a better season. Back to this. Uh, here we go. Oh, please say it. I think it's tough to be alive now. I think societal collapse is in the air. It smells like it. What do you? This is why I hate young people. I'll say it. I hate young people like this. Not all young people, but ones like this. What do you fucking know about the world? 
How old is this fucking bag of shit? He needs to shut his cum hole, too. I like that. I'm stealing that one from you, Cowboys girl. Zach says you don't you don't give the corns a shot to win. Look, of course I'm get look I'm pulling for them. We have 57 underclassmen that are on the team, and some of them are starters, going against a football factory. Yes, they could beat them. Look, look, when I went to the USC game against Texas, everybody was writing Texas off, and I was not. I was full on board with Vince Young. Vince Young ain't on this team. Quinn Ewers, look, he, he's got a game under his belt, and he did good. It's Alabama. I'm not looking forward to the game. But I'm going to pick them to win. When Joe and I do our picks tomorrow, I'm going to say Shock the Nation tour starts now. But I did look, part of me knows that I think if we if we beat the spread, and the spread's 19 right now, if we beat the spread, if, if Alabama only wins by a touchdown, I know there are no such thing as moral victories, but this is about as close as one as you can be. Honestly, it's tough to be alive. Maybe not for him, but for the average person like me, yeah, shit sucks. My wife and I almost make six figures, and yet we can't see owning a home because it will cripple us. The world's fucked up right now. And people like you, Fred, that's who I think about when celebrities who are worth $20 million say shit like this. Now, I'm just going to say something, Fred, and I don't want you to get mad at me. <laughs> Thank you, Arise, that one touchdown is still lost. Did you get that with your doctorate? And by the way, where is my honorary doctorate? I'm still waiting. My birthday is a week from Saturday, and I'd like my honorary doctorate. You didn't play the part of the Harvey speech about if I was the devil, I would make Nick Saban the head coach of Alabama and cheap shot other quarterbacks. Fred, you and your wife make a, a good living. You live on the West Coast, though. If somehow you could find a way to make that living in a cheaper area, then you could be living a better life. I, and I'm, I'm not trying to preach. I'm not trying to talk down. And I'm not talking about Texas. I, I'm talking about living somewhere. I know what your parameters are. And you know what? You deserve your parameters. You don't want it to be super hot. You like the cold weather, too. Like, like there's a lot of, this is where you have to understand that sometimes we make living life hard. Timothy Chalamet, whatever this kid's name is, he needs to shut the fuck up. With $20 million, he can pretty much live anywhere he wants. Uh, yes, hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so I'm not trying to put Fred down, so don't take it this way at all, Fred. But you guys have expensive hobbies, and that is preventing you from owning a house. There's things that you can do. It's called lifestyle changes. But if you really want a house, you have to make those sacrifices and those changes in order to... Uh, to buy a house. Now, Nevada is expensive, but Nevada is a lot cheaper than California when it comes to buying a house. So you just have to move to an area that you, you guys can afford. It means you might not be able to build 15 different cars or go to hot August nights every every year because you'd rather have a house. 
Okay. Fair. Now look, that that that's all fair because th- that that I put that in of the parameters of your life. You enjoy fixing cars. You you enjoy that. You love going to hot August nights. And I'm sorry I'm outing you, Fred, but look, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you have to look in the mirror and go, why is life so hard? Sometimes I'm making life this hard. It, it, it's, it's, it's what used to be called in the economics world the latte theory. The latte theory is this. I don't know how much lattes are now. I imagine they're more expensive. But people that, that, that talk about how they can't afford things, and I'm not talking about you, Fred. This is people who can't afford just, you know, their apartment rent, their this, 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 and this. And all you have to do is look at their spending. I don't bitch because I spend like a motherfucker. I spend money we don't have, okay? I'm fucking terrible when it comes to this. I full-on admit it. But I know the other angle, and the other angle wouldn't make me happy. It would depress me. Another angle is the latte angle. A lot of these people were, were, were talking about how they can't make it, and this economist went up to them and said, okay, what, what do you do on a daily, what, what's your daily thing like? Well, I, I go to Starbucks in the morning, and then I head to work. Okay, what do you get at Starbucks? Well, I get a latte. Lattes are like $5. Now, do you do this every day? Well, every day, every work day, and then maybe Saturday. So, okay, so that's $30 a week right there you got. So five dollars thirty that, and and I'm being I'm being low ball in there. There's thirty dollars. You do that four weeks out of the month. That's hundred and twenty dollars. Now you multiply that by twelve. Why am I doing it, Matt? Why am I writing this shit out with a pen? I have a calculator. Twelve times uh, one twenty equals fourteen hundred dollars a year. And that's just on coffee. Yeah. Arnie spends money, so I have to stay at work 24-7 so he can have peace and quiet. Amen to that. And it comes down to that. But, Tim, see, this is the thing that I hate more than anything with celebrities is celebrities get paid millions upon millions of dollars. When you get people like George Clooney coming out saying we should raise taxes, well, it's easy for him to say that. Because George Clooney makes twenty-five to thirty million dollars a movie. Let's say he makes thirty million dollars in a movie. Half of that's going with taxes. All the taxes and all the bullshit, right? Thirty million—that's for one movie you see a year. He still has fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million. Regular people aren't like that. These asshole celebrities that come out and say things like this, they make it harder for people that work hard, like the ass family, like Fred, like Braddy Kid, like everybody who's on this, this panel right now and everybody that's listening. They make it hard because they, they go, well, we, you know, they need to raise tax. And we sit there and go, fuck you, you fucking asshole. Must be nice to have a house in Italy. Oh, and you, you date uh, one of these fucking lawyers that, that charges world criminals shit, so she's making bank, too. 
Oh, it look, look, the latte, you can you can substitute that in, hot mama. You say, what about the people that smoke cigarettes? I chew tobacco. A pack a day would cost you $300 a month, crazy shit. Yes. But you see, you're still allowed. You're still allowed to have a life. And that's why, look, look, Fred, I had to call you out, and I'm sorry I called you out for this. I didn't really call you out, but to be honest, it, people like Timothy Chalamet make regular hardworking Americans feel fucking awful when they say stuff like this. Because regular working Americans are suffering. I want you to think about the inflation that's going on right now in our country. The inflation that doesn't touch celebrities. Arised a few months ago, told me that our coffee creamer went from like $250 to $5 in a month. That's a 100% increase. Now, will Timothy Chalamet feel that? No. He's not going to feel that. But regular, hardworking Americans do. Yet he wants to consider himself a regular, hardworking American. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't work hard in acting. I, I, I don't know him from, from, you know, a piece of shit on the ground. But when you get paid millions upon millions of dollars to act, this is why I, I, I'm done with the whole live golf tour, bitching and moaning and suing the PGA Tour. Now, now, that, now this is a professional golf league that only plays 54 holes, and it's a bunch of multimillionaires who are bitching who are now allowed to wear shorts and play golf. Shut up. <laughs> you don't want to know how much money he spends on dip. Buy stock, y'all, or Dr. Pepper. Wealthy celebrities spewing this kind of stuff are engaging in emotional bribery. The regular people who, uh, who just might benefit think the celebrity is a wonderful human being and supporting their career. That's all the celebrity really wants, living in their insulated academic bubble. Exactly. Just about everything has doubled in price, You're, uh, yet our income hasn't gone up much. Well, and that's the funny thing is that you look at inflation through the years, you look at home prices. Home prices from the 1950s to today, there is no justification that salaries haven't gone up as much as home prices have. No justification whatsoever. Car prices, by the way, car prices are going to go through the fucking roof once they start outlawing gas-powered cars. Because they can. We need it. And there's going to be enough Americans that will say, fuck taking public transportation. I hate public transportation. And I don't blame those Americans. Pretty much west of Philadelphia... And, and, and Southern, nobody likes to take the bus. Nobody likes to take mass transit. People that are in New York City. New York City! Grew up with the subway. They know how it works. And I know people in California, they take BART, but they all still have cars. Why? Because we love driving our cars. It, it's just such a... This, this is one of those things where, you know, 
I live a great life. I, I'm just, let, let me let me let me say what if I was uh, Timothy Chalamet. It's awesome to be alive right now, except for the state of our country. I live in my home state. I've never been this happy. I truly want for nothing. I have an incredible family around me. My life is pretty good right now. Now, I don't even have a car. We share a car. I'm cool with that. Would I like my own car? Sure, I'd like my own car, but I know that's not in the in in the in the budget right now. I get it. And until I start selling a lot more ad space, it won't be in the budget. But I'm okay with that. I could be down and dumb going, oh, I can't I can't do anything with I'm fine with it. People need to I I don't want to say what people need to do. But you need to look at your life. Fred, Fred, let me let me let me do this for you. You have an awesome wife. You've got good kids, or at least decent kids from what I've seen. I haven't seen them act up. You have this car hobby that you like to do that you, you work really hard for to pay for. And you do that hobby. And you want a house. I understand wanting a house. You could get that house if you gave up your hobby. Is it worth it to you yet? That's the tough question you have to ask yourself. Is it worth it to you yet? When you're crammed into a big city like a farm animal in a pen, it's easy to spout the virtues of public transportation. When the rest of us like space and homes with yards and suburbs, I will never, ever live in a downtown area. Too noisy, too many freaks, too much filth. Amen to that. Boy, I couldn't second that anymore if I, if I possibly tried. I necessarily don't even like going to downtown areas just even to visit. You need to get an EV, well, and a generator to power that EV. Yes, the generator that runs on golf, on gas. Uh, look, that's enough of me spouting my what my thoughts are on this. I mean, I'm looking at this outfit this guy's wearing to the Venice Film Festival. And I got to think that this outfit, which is just really gay looking of red pants and a red sort of top that has a turtleneck but no back to it. And it ain't like the brother's cut or anything could wear this. That's got to be at least three, four, five thousand dollar outfit. And you look at these female celebrities that wear twenty, thirty thousand dollar gowns to these award shows. They wear them once. This is what I love the most. You know, let, let, let's forget about them taking their private planes or driving in their gigantic limousines, by the way, that are all running on petrol or fossil fuels, if you will. I want you to think about this. Timothy Chalamet is never going to wear this outfit again. Yet he's probably spent about six or seven grand on it. I buy T-shirts. Today I'm wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin T-shirt that I've worn at least 15 times. I paid $28 for this shirt. The shirt is paid for itself. These rich celebrities that go out there and the wastefulness that they have. There, there's a story about some kind of influencer. And I, by the way, I, I don't consider influencers to be celebrities. 
I, 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 I consider them to be just, just the scorch of the earth, scourge of the earth. She was filming herself crying while driving through downtown Los Angeles after spending $100 on two salads and driving a $100,000 Tesla. Cry me a river, honey. I live in the suburbs. I want to move to the mountains where my neighbors are far, far away. Hell, I want to move to where we got some land where we don't have to pay fucking exorbitant property taxes. Hey, Zeus Christmas. Uh, I miss the days when influencer wasn't a profession. It's so dumb. Speaking of dumb, the Markles were out yesterday. I, I, I don't have time to play the song. I'm sorry, Ogre. I'll play the song next time we do it for sure. She, Megan gave a speech at the One Young World Summit in Manchester. And people are hammering her because the speech was all about her. So here we go. This is part of it here. As soon as this advertisement's over. Let's see what Zach say. Uh, and Clooney just sold his liquor company. Yeah, he's worth a billion dollars. He's worth over a billion dollars. So, yeah, he wants to pay more taxes. Go right ahead. Let's go. Play. I hit the play button. Come on. Why isn't this working? I don't want to watch the ad again. Well, fuck it. The, the, it's not working here. Hold on a second. Let me try one more time. Uh, let's see. Fuck, I live in a van down by the river at this point. Watch the full video. Okay, I'm trying to watch the video. Don't give me another fucking ad. Let's see here. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> in a, in a six-minute speech, she talked about herself 34 times. All right, it's not going to work, and mainly because it's a Markle fucking thing. Oh, my God. People are hammering her for that good. By the way, I've stopped watching Suits. I've caught enough of it. I know what the show's about. I like the main two guys, main three guys. A guy named Lewis on that show is phenomenal. Her part was terrible. Andrew, there are a lot of people living in a van on Roseville Road, LOL. All right, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio.com. On August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Oh, shit, I forgot round two. Uh-oh. Okay, my bad, my bad. Here we go, half family. Uh, round two coming up. Well, sorry, Neil. 
We're going to have to postpone Neil Diamond until tomorrow. Duh. I mean, seriously, I forgot. Uh, so we'll do a celebrity-ass death match here, and then we'll finish the show. We'll go through the next round and then do it like we did last week. We just got talking on some really good subjects there, and uh, please forgive me. So uh, here we go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Celebrity! Celebrity! Horrible movie franchises. All right, in the first round, we found that Spy Kids and the Fantastic Four movies are two of the worst movie franchises of all time. We have to figure out who is going to join them on the mountain here, and then who is moving on. Ask family, we do it now. Let's get it on. All right. Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show or not. Oh, that was a great song. I know. I'll play it tomorrow. Don't worry. I'll play it tomorrow. First one up. Man, oh, man. This actor, I can't even think of the actor's name, but they made a bunch of these, and they were all awful. And that movie franchise is known as the American Ninja. Right, right, because America could have a ninja. The American Ninja franchise against another franchise built by Vin Diesel. And that is the Pitch Black series. The, what, 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 the, the Days of Riddick, where like it's all black. I mean, I don't know how you watch a movie that's all that dark. But you got American Ninja versus Pitch Black. Ask family. Who you got? Michael Dudikoff. It was the witch karate kid. <laughs> well, congratulations, Vin Diesel. The Pitch Black series moves on. Uh, next up, oh boy. I know there are three, at least three of these terrible movies. The first one starred Rick Moranis. I don't know if he was in all of them, but they were all terrible in the franchise. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, God, that's awful. Taking on that awful franchise where we're to believe that Renee Zellweger is going to be attractive when she's fat. Bridget Jones. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids versus Bridget Jones. Ask family who you got.
Vote the wrong one. Uh, we have a winner. Uh, Bridget Jones Diaries. Bridget Jones Diaries, move on. Now, I, I, I did enjoy watching these, but these were awful, awful, terrible films. And I'm talking about the franchise that is known by one word, Sharknado. <laughs> Ian Ziering, Tara Reid. Oh, the cast of just idiots in the Sharknado movies taking on, oh, Tyler Perry's main joint. And we're talking about Madea. Ask family, which franchise is worse, Sharknado or Madea? Who ya got? Sharknado. <laughs> oh, the Sharknado franchise. And I only counted one of Braddy Kid's votes, by the way. All right, and our final one here. Look, I know a lot of people like the first one, but I got to tell you, after the third one, you start to question good old Liam Neeson's parenting skills. That motherfucker cannot keep his family safe to save his life. And yes, I'm talking about the Taken movie franchise. Oh, go hide under the bed. Oh, shit, they looked underneath there? No. I have Taken franchise taking on a franchise that I have seen all three films, and it is horrible, it's repulsive, and gross. And I'm talking about the human centipede. Taken versus the human centipede, ask family, who ya got? Human centipede moves on. 
Oh, man, what a terrible franchise, but I have seen them. All right, now let's see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. Will it be in the first matchup? Will it be Pitch Black, the 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 Vin Diesel series, or will it be Bridget Jones? Bridget Jones against Pitch Black ass family. Who ya got? face off such an epic matchup ladies and gentlemen these have to be two of the worst franchises of all time and could be the face of the mount rushmore i ask you between sharknado and human centipede which one is worse sharknado or human centipede where people the first one is a, a storm that is shooting sharks the second one is about people that are being sewn ass-to-mouth together. Sharknado, human centipede, ass family. Who you got? question here where's the saw franchise fair question if i put the saw franchise in there look the first one was awesome it's kind of like nightmare on elm street first one was awesome then they got they progressively got worse same with friday the 13th i didn't want to taint the franchises with nothing but horror movies so that's why i didn't do it in maybe i'll get to worst horror franchises 
Maybe we'll get to that. We'll see. Uh, but that is why Saw is not in there. Okay, now we have to figure out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. All right? No time to waste here. Ask family. In our first matchup on Mount Rushmore, it's Spy Kids versus the Fantastic Four. Spy Kids versus a Marvel movie. Ask family who you got. Destroying the Fantastic Four and moving us to our final battle before the finale, Bridget Jones and her illustrious fat American bad bad English accent uh, diaries taking on the man who said feeder. Well, feeding them dog food in human centipede. Bridget Jones versus human centipede. Ask family, don't let me down here. Who you got? Ding dong, ding dong, 
ending Banana fall It grows in bunches I've got my hunches It's the best Beats the rest Cellular, modular, interactive, modular Ring, 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 ring Banana phone Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping Banana phone It's no baloney It ain't a phony My cellular, bananular phone Yes, family! We cannot have a tie and it is set, ladies and gentlemen, Spy Kids. Spy Kids is the worst movie franchise, according to the Ash Show, of all time. There you go. Wow. Man, oh man, what a battle it was today. Holy Lord. I'm going to have to take a nap after that. Jeepers criminy. Wow. What, what a matchup those were. Uh, all right, we're gonna we'll do a few more stories here, and then we'll uh, we'll call it. A, oh God, yeah, I can do that one tomorrow. Okay, good. Uh, remember, tomorrow uh, Joe Murphy is going to be on the show. I haven't done this story yet. Let me put that one up there. I have to do this one because it was sent to me by Battleborn in Nebraska, and then that one right there. Okay, I have these stories all set. Uh, just to let you know, uh, fifty thousand fentanyl pills were found in a traffic stop in Placer County. 50,000 fentanyl pills were found at a traffic stop in Placer County. Their police dog, a canine named Ruger, found 50,000 pills weighing about 12 pounds on Monday. It happened on the Maple Street exit up in Auburn, according to authorities. Five aluminum foil line packages were fa- found vacuum sealed. With plastic was found by the deputy. Each package contained about 10,000 tablets. Four cell phones along with hundreds of dollars in cash were found. Um, two people, well, of Hispanic descent names, were both arrested and uh, being held for the sale of narcotics. I'm sure, like other California cities, though, that this has happened in, they will be released with no, nobody showing up for a court date. 50,000 showed up? That could have killed most of northern Nevada, or northern California. But we're not doing anything about it. Thank you. Hey, Mr. President, there's that border thing talking about right there. Look, And, and by the way, let me just say this. If there are people out there listening right now that are having a hard time uh, coping without with, by using, you know, opioids out there, please don't buy them off the streets anymore. I, I, I mean, you can't. Yeah, I, I, I know you're going to be hurt and you're going to be sick. You won't die from it, I promise. But whatever you do, don't buy them off the streets because you don't know what you're getting anymore. It's killing way too many people, and I don't want anybody who's anywhere near associated to this show to be a part of that. So please, don't do it. It really, really sucks. Ratburger says, Ruger's a local hero, the dog and the gun manufacturer. Uh, All right. By the way, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, oh, wait, you know what? We gotta we gotta get the right uh, right song for this here. Oh, so 
Here we go. This will be it. Ladies and gentlemen, this weekend we could have our first fucking major tropical storm of the year hit. Tropical Storm Earl. Earl is coming on through. The National Hurricane Center said it is going to be a hurricane by this weekend. Oh, it's going to be a big one, too. Oh, no, 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 no. Earl, you can't spin out. You have to hit North Carolina. She got a smile that it seems to me Reminds me of my childhood memories Where everything was Come on. Oh, I mean, that that's the biggest fucking soft-on picture I've ever seen. As Earl's trajectory just goes up and out into the Atlantic Ocean, probably going to end up hitting Scotland. Oh, come on. You can't get my hopes up like that. No. No. I wanted Hurricane Earl to hit fucking the south. Yay, I'm happy for the people living in America that won't be threatened by this hurricane. Okay, I said it. Good Lord. I am a bit bummed. Slow hurricane start. Yeah, I mean, it's been a bad hurricane season. That pisses me off. Uh, Crap. Crap, crap, crap. All right, this was sent to me uh, this morning. And look, look, this was sent to me by Battleborn in Nebraska. I wanted, I, I think it was Battleborn in Nebraska. I got to check names. I just know you by your names on the, the screen here. Because um, it, it, it happened again, ladies and gentlemen. It happened again. And I keep telling y'all. The, the email he sent me was, nature is not your friend. And no, no, it's not. An American tourist whose name was not released was snorkeling with a group of friends and relatives at Green K Royal Bahamas. It's about a half mile northwest of Rose Island, a private island off of Nassau. The woman was 58. Join her snorkeling adventure when all of a sudden a tiger shark. I mean, that's such a badass shark, they give it a predator's name to go on top of it. A tiger shark attacked her and killed the woman in the water in the Bahamas. Now, you want to tell me about taste? I'll tell you this. People are dying. Why? Because these fucking asshole sharks. Man, I hate sharks. I would say shark. The the people I hate the most in the world. See, fans of Oklahoma. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You got pedophiles and you got sharks. I think I would rather, I I definitely would rather save a shark than a pedophile. If I could. 
But sharks are awful. Oh, just awful creatures. We need to get rid of them all. Oh, the hell with the ecosystem. The ecosystem will survive somehow without sharks. We just don't need them. We don't need them at all. And then this could be, and I have to share this one with y'all. This one right here is by far probably the greatest video evidence of the feature that we do and we pick on. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, you do. By the way, has anybody seen Kim Kardashian's new look where she's like fucking bleached her eyebrows too? She looks like a fucking methed out weird tranny. Yep, a Florida driver was shocked when uh, they took a picture of this. Good old boys driving like a, a Chevy Eclipse or whatever that is. They say it's a Jeep SUV. That's a Chevy. I can see the Chevy bow tie on there. The dude is driving down the freeway. And he's got a big-ass alligator tied to the fucking trailer hitch. Like, like he's got it all knotted up and everything. It's knotted up from its snout all the way to its tail and did not appear to be alive. The uh, driver behind the vehicle, Karen Kress, snapped the photo of the terrifying sight. Floridians are in the middle of alligator hunting season, leading to some to believe that the gator had been killed and was being transported home. Hell, I didn't think August 15th, November 1st, those with valid permits, can oh, they can hunt alligators now in Florida? Oh, daddy. Boy, let's thin out that fucking population quick. There are only 7,000 permits every year. 15,000 people applied for them, and there's almost 1.5 million alligators in the states. Start giving out more permits. Let's get rid of these fucking predators, these dinosaurs of evil. Would you save a shark over a Oklahoma fan? Uh, it depends on what week of the year it is. Officer, that's not an animal. That's my luggage. <laughs> I mean that that is so that is the most Floridian thing I've ever seen, aside from probably somebody doing bath salts with an alligator. He just got it tied up to his car. Hey, what, how y'all doing? Nice to see you, Earl. Hey, how you doing, Billy? Got the guy got got an alligator on back for you. That's fantastic. That is one of the best pictures I've ever seen in my life. This too long. This, I mean, this just spells out like white trash extraordinaire. Oh, man. God bless those people in Florida for making my job so easy. Oh, God, dog. All right. That is going to do it for us today, ass family. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Remember, 
the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be in the house tomorrow. So remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic, have a wonderful, spectacular hump day, hump day, hump day. And uh, adios, everybody. said I do too easy and now I'm paying the price a weakness for beautiful women is my most expensive vice I still believe in matrimony but I can't afford another try child support and alimony is just about to bleed me dry is all across the country and I owe everybody in town I got bill collectors are calling me up and lawyers trying to track me down I'm just one wrong move from the poorhouse but I don't belong in there I got so many exes and oh so much all to be on Hollywood squares Hollywood Squares Looking back over my love life I only have myself to blame I guess I should have checked the price tag Before I gave them my last name Now my credit rating's in the gutter and the bottom line sure looks bad I'll be paying the rest of my life For the few good times I've had I got exes all across the country And I owe everybody in town I got bill collectors are calling me up And lawyers trying to track me down I'm just one wrong move from the but I don't belong in there I've got so many exes And oh so much I ought to be on Hollywood Squares Here they ought to put me on Hollywood Squares is outside waiting to arrest him.